You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Welcome back to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I am here with Danielle Flowers from Amber Iris Photos. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So <laughs> for those of you all who are going to listen to this, I'm just going to tell y'all, this is, I, I, you know, I try to give a little bit of backstory for all the guests that I, um, that I have just because you just never know how people are connected, how they know. And so I actually was following Danielle for a very long time, lurking at all her pictures and all the people that she was taking pictures of and going back and forth. And it was just like, when I knew I needed to pull the trigger on who I wanted to hire to do my branding photo shoot, I was like, it's got to be Danielle. And then we talked, um, what was it like? July of 2020 and then everything happened y'all like y'all already know my mother-in-law passed away then um that was a whole transition and my grandfather and my grandma like it was just so many things just kept happening back to back I was just like is the Lord trying to tell me he don't want me? like what is happening but we finally got it together and we made it happen in May of 2021 and when I y'all seen the pictures so y'all know that they bad but the girl behind the camera is here with me today thank you so much much for for coming and joining us today you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome felicia i just want to say that this is the season of grace like we're in the season of grace and a lot of people are going through a lot of stuff right now so you do not have to tell us all the stuff that you was going on because we that that you have going on listen we all going through some stuff you're right you're right about that but yes thank you i and and that's the thing like you the thing about it is that that was the one thing that i was grateful for right because during this time i've actually seen other people who have been like oh no i can't do this because of xyz or now that you didn't go any further with me you know we're gonna have to change this or increase that or whatever the case and i was like you were the same the entire time you were understanding so i appreciate that because i was like oh i don't want to be wasting this lady time like she probably like this girl fluke all this stuff other stuff and I was just like it wasn't the case so I appreciate the grace that you extended me because it was definitely something that I needed during that time but I it it is also just a reminder to people that like you know when you give people your truth and and when and when things are supposed to be in alignment with each other God will make sure that it 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 happens and that it will still work so that definitely was um I'm just grateful yes you are aligned with the right people so you know, I, I've said how I am introduced to you. And I'm pretty sure my listeners has probably seen your picture somewhere on Instagram. They just don't know it's you yet, girl. Well, they know because my pictures, they know it's you. But I want you to tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself and how you got started. Well, hello, hello, Slaying Self-Doubt fam. Um, my name is Danielle, and I'm the woman behind the brand Amber Iris Photo. And um, how I got started Um my photography journey got started way back in high school when my stepmom encouraged me. She was like, uh, she just encouraged me to do a lot of different things. And I, um, at that time in high school, did photojournalism where we were in the dark room, rolling up film oh, wow. and <laughs> learning the base, basics of photography. And, you know, we go in that dark room and you develop your film and all those different things like that. I think that started my photography journey. Mm. But then along with that, like my stepmom did 
take a lot of photos of us, right? And I would find myself myself stealing her photos to create my scrapbooks. And I found that like, I really enjoy looking back Mm. on like how far we've come and like, you know, being creative with that. And I have like all these different scrapbooks that I created from stealing all her photos. (laughs) And then fast forward in college, like I was the friend who always had a camera at the parties, right? Wow. I had when Facebook like because Facebook came around when I started college back in tw- uh, 2004. Right. Right. I feel like that's when Facebook started first started. And so back then I had 60 different albums on Facebook from oh, all God. my friends, all our parties. <laughs> like people was like, Danielle, you, you really got 60 albums on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of pictures. This is like. So I think one of the things that I can say about myself is that I lo- love looking back on how far I've come. Yeah. Remembering my journey and things of that nature. So that is kind of how I got introduced to photography um but then fast forward to my wedding and after I got my wedding photos back like the feeling I felt after getting those photos I was like oh my gosh you know I want to pick up a camera I want to create this feeling for somebody somebody else yeah I never pursued wedding photography but I was just like man I need to do this so that was kind of what encouraged me to get uh you know started in photography not immediately when I said that I didn't immediately pick up a camera and get started right my father-in-law gave gifted me my first DSLR camera, right? And I, um, you know, my first trip, uh, my husband ended up going to London for a um, for a uh, art session, right? And we get on this plane. And I have my DSLR camera that my uh, father-in-law gave to me, and I took all these pictures, girl. Tell me why. On the way back, I left that camera on the plane, right? No. <laughs> Girl, so all I had left was the, from those memories of that London trip was the ones that are on my cell phone. I went, go, I was, went back up to Dulles like every day. Like I was wow. like almost depressed, y'all. Yeah. I need my DSLR camera. Like it was like almost to the point where I just want the memories. Yeah, just give me the SIM card. I don't yeah. need the camera. So like I remember just like going up to Dulles, like somebody got this camera, like I'm gonna find my camera. Then I finally had to sit with the fact that like I wasn't getting that camera or the SIM card with all those photos that I'm I took gonna... back. Yeah. And so then, you know, setback is just a setup for a comeback, right? Yeah. So I was like, would he, I hid it from my uh, father-in-law that I lost this camera. I didn't want to tell him that I lost this camera <laughs> that he gave to me, but when I went to Best Buy to buy another camera, somehow he knew I lo- lost my camera. Like maybe he got an info. He was like, "Yeah, you lost that camera, huh?" And I was like, "Dang, how did he know?" I think like, I'm gonna buy me a new camera. He gonna, he never gonna right, know. Right, never even gonna know. And so that's what. So I reinvested that in that camera or whatever. And then I think what really gave me the gumption to kind of move forward is when I had my first son, and it was like, okay, now I have a subject mm. to kind of to take pictures of all the time and like you know I remember like you know when I had my first child like I was doing all these different photos and like I felt like that was like the season where I could just with no pressure create things and learn things about my camera and I feel like sometimes when you have your children it really pushes you for those dreams that you may have like not like given too much uh yeah you know I guess um attention I think when we have kids it kind of be and do and you know be better people and I felt like you know once I had this child I wanted to spend more time with my 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 child right so then I was like okay maybe I should put more effort into this photography thing and like I things of that nature and I started out with like um I started out with um you know family newborn photography and things of that nature like that was the thing that kind of fast forward um I 
you know, decided to level up in my business. I had never taken like photos for my brand. And when I did that, um, it kind of increased my confidence, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, maybe I want to do photography for women-owned businesses and brands. And that is kind of like how I got the first inkling. And then I um, had a college friend who started a shea butter line. And I was like, she was just starting it out. And I was like, you want a free brand shoot? (laughs) <laughs> and she was like, girl, yes. Yeah. So we planned it all out. And I was like, God, if like, you know, this is for me. I just was doing this as a test, like to see if I liked it. Yeah. So it was an all black woman on team. Um, and from the creative direction to like, you know, the shade butter line being owned by a black woman. And when I tell you to this day, my first brand shoot with that, doing that and just th- saying, God, like, I don't know how this is going to end up. Yeah. I'm going to just go for it to see if I like it. And just um, doing that, like, those are still some of my favorite brand photos to this day. Like, arsenal of what my, when you say uh, your portfolio, yeah, your best images, like, I will put probably a few of those pictures in that portfolio and say that was like my first shoot and I still love those images to this day I felt like it was nothing but God saying yeah girl this is what you're supposed to do this is what what you're supposed to do and so that was kind of like how I got started with brand photography and here I am man what year was that I don't even know what year that was I feel like that was about three years ago wow and you out here killing the game it's like when I tell you like so many especially in our area right like for those of you all who are from the PG County area like Danielle's though like she if you see any of these influencers and these brands that are out here it is her okay I I can guarantee you 90% of it is Danielle like you just you just know and that is that speaks volumes to what you do and how you bring out the best in people and so that they can see it you know what I'm saying because I'm quite sure that you know within that and we'll talk about that in a minute um like that, that's a big deal, right? When you're doing your brand, you need somebody who can really pull the thing out of you that you you kind of push down a little bit, right? Because you need that part to come out. And for me, it was like when we went through the whole process, the ideas, the stuff that like, it was like, even though I knew what I wanted, it was like, no, you was like, no, I know this needs to come out of you. I need you to pull this out. I need you to do this. And even if I didn't know I was doing stuff, she'd be like, breathe. And I'm like, I thought I was breathing, but I probably wasn't, right? Mm-hmm. And But it was like, it was just this way of like, like this is how, like you're like, it, it, it just, I can, I can see having experienced, you know, that I could, I definitely understand why people shoot with you because it, it makes you feel like, oh, this is, this about to be, this about to be it y'all y'all just have no idea so when you transition from all of those things like once you really got to the place of saying like okay this is what I'm going to do I'm really am going to put my heart into this and I'm going to I'm I'm going to take pictures and I'm going to do brand photography how has self-doubt showed up in your journey when I first started posting on social media for the podcast, oh my goodness, it was a disaster. I did not know what I was doing. I was guessing at everything. Then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me. I started using Canva for my graphics, Caption Writer for my captions, and Wave for the audiograms. Seriously, if you go back to the beginning of the Slaying Self Doubt Instagram page, you will see the transformation. If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even lets you add different fonts. 
Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now, back to the show. Well, self-doubt showed up in my journey really early, even before I got to like, you know, saying that, hey, I'm going to do brand photography Mm. Um, because like this is it was new for me. It was new for my husband. I just had a a child and I'm like gung ho, like I'm passionate about it. Yeah. But for my husband, it was like, oh, this is something new. Right. Right. And so when you're first starting out something, you probably um, experience experience this when you started slaying self-doubt. It's like you're putting your heart and soul in it. You're putting your time in it. It's like my husband's like, you're on your phone a lot. You're on your computer a lot. And first, like it started to create friction in my Mm. marriage and in my relationship. So it's like, you know, I didn't do all of this to then, you know, have all this friction in my relationship. Yeah. You know, if this means that like, I could potentially not be married or, you know, you know, all of those things. Like, do I really want to pursue this? Yeah. This is what it's going to take. Like, then I started to think like, man, is this, is this what success really looks like? And I'm like, I had to take a step back. And I actually like, you know, I was really, really passionate. I, you know, um, started it out and um, I paused for a minute, like for like a year or so. Oh, wow. that, that, That was before I even got to brand photography. That was just me doing like family, newborn and maternity mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And I had to take a step back because I felt like it was just like a lot of pressure. It was a lot of things that I didn't know were going to come up. Right. And so I think it was like a year or so that went by. And then I think me and my husband started to have the conversation. And I was like, you know what? When I first started photography, I had to be honest with him. I was like, I felt like, you know, I couldn't pursue it or whatever because, I didn't feel like I had my full support from you and yeah. I'm passionate about this thing. And he was like, he calls me shorty. He was like, shorty, I want you to do what you want to do. I don't want you to feel that way. And it was just like that simple conversation to say, yeah. he, gave me, he gave me the confirmation. It's like, I want to see you pursue this. And that's all I needed to hear. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that was like the first like part of self-doubt. Like, you know, is this kind of really for me? Is, if this is what success, like when you start to like, you know, build your own brand, build your own business. If this is what it looked like, do I really want that? Yeah. Um, and I think um, that goes to say that you need support and you need support of other people, especially when you have husband, kids and family, you need a support system. But then on top of that, um, I think like when I first hit publish on my website, I'm going to tell you another part of self-doubt <laughs> is like you hit publish on that website, you post, make that post on Instagram, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think you're going to have everybody be like, go, go, yes, like, yes. <laughs> And you build up in your head, like, what it's going to look like, right? Like, when you talk about radio silence, like, I had, like, you know, a few, you know, but it wasn't what I envisioned, right? Yeah. And if I didn't knew then what I knew now, I would say that, like, then, like, you know, I had enough confidence to be like, you know, I'm still going to pursue this. Yeah. But that radio silence was like, dang, I started to be like, man, like, you think about like in comparison to like when you have a baby and you get married, all the people who come out yes. and be like, congratulations, you be having like so many people random but when pop you say you're about to start your business and you be like, I hit, it'd be random people that you don't know saying congratulations, but yeah. it'd be like not as much of an overwhelming support, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was like a reality that I had to sit with. So I think that was like a form of self-doubt when I was like, man am I good enough? Mm. They didn't, they didn't, um, they, they didn't, you know, I, I didn't get what I expected. Yeah. And so I was just like, man, I then learned that like, I can't tie my self worth into the likes, 
into, you know, the comments and all those different things. Because if I would have sat in that and the feeling that I felt from that, if I would have let that determine my worth, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I feel like that self-doubt initially crept up with like that whole thing with the family. And then like when you first hit publishing, you go after this yeah. thing. The, the support you thought you were going to have and how you felt like on that launch day what it was and uh what it you thought it would be and what it actually was like it can it's stop too, too. you right yeah yeah and i there's two things that you hit on that you're you're absolutely right that first thing of like your family and um it's since i'm still in the beginning stages of it you know i i get that a lot like every time i see you sitting at this desk every time i see you on your phone you always this you are and it's like I, like, I know my husband supports me because he let me leave. I ain't gonna say he let me, but he 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 supported me leaving my job, right? Even mm-hmm. though we didn't know what it was going to look like, right? But when, once we, I say that, like, no, I, I am talking to somebody. Somebody is texting me. I'm DMing somebody. I'm, you know, on a, I'm podcasting. I'm on a, a, a live. I'm doing this. F- for him, it just seems like I'm attached to a device, right? But yeah, and I'm attached to my phone. It doesn't, he doesn't recognize that is work because it just looks different right and so I've had to same thing had the same conversation like what do you think this what do you think that I'm doing right and have and like you said having simple conversations will remove a lot of the stress and anxiety that we feel that we we assume that they are feeling right because it's not even their true feelings because the same thing he like I want you to do this to this fullest what I don't want to happen is for you to have left your job and you not have done this all the way to the end and you know it doesn't work because you didn't try everything I want you to try it all and whatever comes of it comes of it so I know I have his full support it's just those little things that make and and that's on us right we sometimes feel guilty like well am I on am I on my phone too much am I doing too much of this am I but that's a part of it you got to network you got to communicate you got to collaborate you got to you have to try to do it but like you said having those conversations releases a lot of pressure from us and it keeps them in the know right because they just they just don't know um and then the second thing you said about uh pressing that publish button and expecting you to get a million followers or a million likes in in one setting you'd be like no four okay and and the thing about it is is that we go into this thing saying that none of that stuff matters but it does because we all want approval we all want to know that we're going down the right path but sometimes especially when you are legit doing a God thing and you know it, it, it is difficult for you to say to yourself like okay this is just all me like I have to encourage myself every day to show up I have to let God encourage me to continue to do this because you know either people ain't paying attention right now or whatever whatever may be happening and I think that that determines or that is the break or I guess that's a determinant factor between some people who are really doing this for the right reason and doing it just to be to get the attention right is when you push through when ain't nobody paying attention to you when you still posting or you still taking clients or you doing you just doing your work and nobody even notices your time your season will come you just have to be ready for it you gotta be ready for it yeah yeah they always say, I know you people have heard this before, but be careful what you ask God for because he sure will deliver and you got to be ready, right? <laughs> you got to be ready. He will show up like and exceed what you thought, like whatever thing, uh, you know, what you thought it was going to look like. Yeah. And you'd be like, God, like, oh, this is what you thought. Oh, this is what you want. This is the step, next step you want me to take. So just like when you make that, that leap, it's kind of like, 
you got to be ready for God to show up. But then what you said about like your family, like as on this journey with your husband, it's like, you know, they're learning too. Yeah. They don't, they didn't know what slaying self, your husband didn't know what slaying self doubt nope. and, <laughs> and what that all meant and what that would look like when you actually pursued it. He just knew you wanted to pursue something. But yeah. when you put that into action, he has never seen you in action. So when it starts to be in, uh, put into action, it's like, oh, that's what this looks like. Yeah. Her doing this work looks like this. And I don't think they know what to expect in the beginning as far as like, what that's, what is that going to look like as far as like the work? And mm-hmm. I like what you said about communication. And I think that's what I'm learning is that uh, we get on this journey and, you know, we can be so steadfast and focused on like making this thing work that we also have to be mindful of, you know, our family and they're on this journey too, because I feel like I can be that so laser focused on like, you know, what I want to do for Amber Iris photo that, you know, sometimes I got to get myself out of that mode. Cause yeah. my husband be like, you know what? I married Danielle. Yeah. I didn't marry Amber Iris photo. And that's a real statement. Right? Yeah. That is a real like, statement. I to this. He was like, I married you. I didn't marry that camera. I didn't marry this computer with this editing or whatever. He was like, you know, when it's all said and done, they won't shoot. Yeah. With all, that's all facts. this other stuff. And like, it's also the fact that like my husband like because he's so immediate to me like when things happen like he's my first go-to person that I want to talk about stuff but I have to also be like he don't want to hear about this all the time right so yeah that's what you have to have your other people your business people and those things because you know my husband wants me to be Danielle yeah Danielle Amber Iris photo yeah he didn't he don't want to see they don't want the CEO all the time right sometimes they just want their wife like that is which is something I think for us we like we're learning together right and so then like even my husband um like he's kind of the same way like he like all right look when I'm off I need you to be available I don't want to sit next to you while you're zooming right I don't want to sit next to you while you're on your computer or whatever have you like this is our time and at first I used to be like well what am I you know like this is important this and then I had to say no he this th- he's important too and so now I'm like okay if these are what days are you off all right let me put that on the calendar I don't schedule anything during that time and if we don't do nothing but sit around and watch 90 day fiance guess what I'm today I'm his wife like that that is that's all that I'm doing and the thing about it is that's a part of our role anyway right because we were wise before we were CEOs and before we were running companies and you know you know networking and all those things and so I think it's a it's a learning it's a a, a, I hate when people say like balancing it's not really balancing I think it's about priorities like what takes the priority right now because if something happened to my kid guess what I don't care what's happening with slaying self doubt. I got to, I got to go. Right, like this is what's the taking the priority, and I think we just have to balance that. So, in like now, as you've kind of like, kind of, you know, you've grown in your business, and you have, you're, you're like, I, like, I borrow your confidence during my photo shoot, right? Like because <laughs> you know my audience knows my story, but when you have, as you're going through, do you find yourself, if and when you find yourself having self doubt moments now, like in in this part of your journey and when this season, what do you do to kind of, what some practical steps that you do to kind of get yourself out of it? I feel like, you know, I just take myself back on the things that I have overcome, right? Mm. Um, and it gives me strength to be like, you know what? You remember that thing, Danielle, that you didn't think you can overcome? Yeah. You overcame it. So it gives me the confidence that this next thing, even though I don't know what it look like, looks like, God has given me everything that I need. So I lean on that. But one of the things that I also lean on is that, you know, um, in college, right? 
uh if for all of you who don't know um nursing was like that's like by trade what i do i'm a neonatal icu nurse um as well and oh, so thank you school, you oh, you with the babies babies yes <laughs> yeah so like going through nursing school like that was just like that was a trying time too though but when i first started college right like and in high school like i always said like i suck at math i'm not good at math mm. like um, like, you know, math was just like always what I was on the struggle bus with. Right. And so when I got to college, like, of course, with nursing, like you have to calculate medication. So I had to take like, you know, college algebra was like the, the, the hurdle that I had to get over yeah. as far as math was concerned. And I remember I couldn't even go straight into a college math course because of, you know, my, my history, as far as like my math scores yeah. in high school. And I remember having to take this remedial math class. Right. I had to pay $300 for this remedial math class and like remedial the word remedial make you just already be yeah, like, like what like <laughs> like how that could like oh you got to go into and like imagine how you don't want to tell people that in college yeah. you know I had to take this remedial math class right and I paid $300 for this remedial math class and you had to pass this remedial quote-unquote remedial math class in order to take a college credit course yeah course right mm-hmm. and girl it was just like this blitz of like you know trying to learn all this information and take this test I failed that thing girl oh I failed it and I remember going um to back to my dorm room with my then boyfriend and just crying calling my family and crying and things of that nature like oh my gosh like you know me talk about self-doubt right yeah like is this what I'm supposed to be doing like can I be a nurse like you know like what am I gonna do in life if I can't pass like a remedial quote-unquote right yeah yeah And I sat in that, like, you know, disappointment and, like, discouragement for a while. But, girl, talk about overcoming, girl. And this is one of the things I always come back to because they were going to tell me, like, okay, you have to take this, you have to pay another $300 and you have to pay this, uh, you know, take this remedial course again, girl. Let me tell you what I did because I've always been the rebellious one, right? So I was just like, I ain't about to give them $300. I'm gonna go on this, uh, this, you know, this is when you had to like pick your courses and stuff. I was like, I am going to see if I can go online and register for this college math course that I need for credit, right? It allowed me to register for the class, right? I didn't pay them three, uh, them $300 again. I didn't go back to that remedial math course. What I said is, Danielle, you're gonna go and sign up for this college credit class. Yeah. And you're gonna pick a small class size, right? You're going to go to that class every day. You're going to practice. You're going to do all the things that you need to do when you have a question. Like in that practice math book, I was in that thing. Girl, talk about how God showed us up and showed out when I believed in myself. And I said, you know what? This remedial, whatever that was, that is not who I am. I signed up for that math course. Girl, I was in that class asking questions. I practiced. I did things. Do you know I passed that college eligible test class with an A? Yes. And so that is one of the things that I always go back, lean back on is that like the door that people give you to walk through, that might not be the door. You just, if you just see that one door as the one way to where you need to get to, you might be stuck forever. But you know what? Danielle said, I'm about to create. I'm about to kick this door down. That's what I'm about to (laughs) open up this window and I rebuke whatever this remedial math class who I am and my abilities, I rebuke it. And I always go back to that as far as like how I said, Danielle, I made up my mind and I, you know, I do mindset Mondays every Monday and talk about the mindset I had to have. Yes. 
to overcome that. And so those are one of the, that's one of the things that I lean back on sometimes when I talk about how far I've come. And like, if you can get over that and if you can create an opportunity and you could do this for yourself, what can't you do, Daniel? Yeah, yeah. No, that is so, like, listen, I'm over, I was over here like, well, what'd she do? Did she go take the test again? Not you signed up for the, because like you said, sometimes, the, like you said, the door that people tell you to walk through is not necessary. That is not, that. The, the thing about it is, is that what just came up for me is like, sometimes we are so stuck on what the world says things are supposed to look like but when you are destined and you are well God has his hands on you wherever he wants you to go he's going to provide a way for you right he's going and but you again with that being said you had to do the work now there may be a reason why you had to go through that at first for you to be able to see that like dang like I really, I didn't do this, but you, what you didn't do is you ain't go back and say, okay, let me try this way again. You challenge yourself to, to do more, to do greater, to do bigger. And you say, I'm going to do the work to make sure that I pass this class. I'm going to do the work. And the thing about it is, is that it's something you said earlier, which is something I always say, like, we already have what we need. We don't, you don't need not another you thing. God in, has tap, all, tap, tap you, you got to tap in. God's already given us everything that we need to do the work that he has required you to do. So if he knew that that he you were going to be a neonatal I see you know like that's what you were going to do and you needed those steps to be able to do it um but I love that that the fact of you saying like remembering um the other the things that God has gotten you through that's why I journal a lot I journal a lot and I go back and I look at my journals and I'm able to see like dang like Four years ago, I was a different person. And I, I I look at the things that I like, I am living what I prayed for, right? And I'm I'm in it right now. So if, if I can, if four years ago I thought that was hard, this is this is this is nothing. <laughs> like this is not if 10 years ago I thought that my life was over and that was tough, like this is nothing. And God, and you remind yourself like God has gotten you through all of those things so you can get through this too. And I think that is important. Sometimes we forget the things that we've been through. We just think the stuff that we're going through right now is the worst thing ever. And, you know, nobody else has been through it. You don't know how you're going to get out. But I can guarantee you, if you look back over your life, you'd be like, that ain't the first time you said that. And it ain't going to be the last. There's going to be a different season where you're going to have the same feeling. So, as you've kind of gone through your journey through all of the things, what have you learned about yourself that you during this journey that you didn't know before? Y'all know the story. This podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limiting beliefs telling me that nobody would listen. But you, yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast. And because you keep showing up, so do I. If you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes, please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee. If you would like to donate, click the buy me a coffee link. Now back to the show. Man, I think one thing that you said is about doing the work, right? Mm. I feel like it's, it's impossible to get around doing the work. I feel like so many people want to skip steps. And my sister, me and my sister laugh about this because she was listening to one of my Mindset Mondays and she was like something that resonated with her that I said. And I said, I didn't know what doing the work looked like until I, until I started doing the work. Hmm. And she just laughed. 
it's about that. And I just feel like when you're in it and you're doing the work and you stop watching people and you're trying to like, you know, take that recipe and apply it to yourself. And when you just sit in it with yourself, girl, and you're like, this is the work that Danielle needs to do. Not the work that XYZ needs to do, but I have my own personal work and what the work I need to do looks like. Um, and the things that I need to do look, may look different from the next person and what they uh, they need to do. So I think that, you know, I learned that there's no way getting around doing the work um, if you want to be successful and if you want to have staying power, because I always say it, that I'm in it for the long game, not for the short game. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, have a quick, you know, I want to learn all the things that I want need to learn. And like right now I've learned that like, it's okay to fail. And in those failures that, you know, that failure of that remedial math class taught me something, right? About yeah. myself. Yeah. And so it's just like, if you want to stay, have staying power and you want to play the long ga- game, there's no way of, around doing the work. Yeah. And everybody, the work that people need to, uh, that everyone needs to do looks different. That's a word for me right now, Danielle. I just need you to know that right now in on this day, in this season, I needed to hear that because it is so easy. Um, just recently, I posted something saying that sometimes we can be an information overload, right? Because you are, even if people mean well, or you're trying to learn something new, whether it's through, you know, watching YouTube videos or listening to podcasts or reading a book or, you know, being a part of entrepreneurial groups or being a part of coaching programs or whatever it is where, you know, people are saying like, you know, you need to make sure you get information, but there's a difference between getting that information and trying to rewrite your story or rewrite your work based on what everybody else is saying versus saying, no, this, like you said, this is what Danielle is supposed to to do this is I may take a little bit from that but it is not for me to rewrite the whole thing and be like oh well Danielle doing that so let me you know me it, it would be like me like okay let me go ahead and buy what the name of the uh the camera she says she using Danielle slant self doubt gonna be a photography business right like no that's not what you're supposed to be doing so if that's not what you're supposed to be doing then you have to do your work. You have to, and you have to recognize when you're not doing your work. And I think sometimes that's where we all get lost that we don't, we, I can say for me personally, sometimes I don't realize that I'm not even, I'm not even doing slaying self-doubt work. I've, it's because I've watched so many things and paying attention to other people and minding other people's business, which I need to be minding my own bald-headed black business, that <laughs> I, that I get, I get lost in the sauce, right? And then mm-hmm. I'm, then I'm confused about like, what am I supposed to be doing? Where, where am I? Right. But when, like you say, you don't realize you're doing the work until you're doing the work when you're so engulfed in what it is that you are supposed to be doing. That is the difference maker, because then you don't have time to pay attention to nobody else. And that's when you operate as your best self and when the best ideas come to life, because guess what? idea that you watching somebody else do and you trying to apply it to you it's already be, been done yeah so you're not you're not creating nothing different in this world god created oh. you to create to do something different right and so that le- leads me into the next part part that i learned like who who i am is enough mm. and when i lean into that i do my best work so when i keep my eyes on my own paper and i'm confident in what god has placed in me yeah i do my best work right and I can glean inspiration from the uh, next person and I can take what I need, mm-hmm. take what I need. But you have to also be in tune into what you need and leave the rest. We can't take the whole recipe you, that, you know, when you're getting this information from other people, sometimes that whole information that they gave you, it does not apply to you. Yeah. You have to learn how to edit, delete, reinvent and 
you know, apply what we need and leave the rest. Cause you talk about consuming all that information, but not all that information applies to you. Right. Absolutely. And we ha- when we get so in tune with ourselves, we know what we need to take and what we need to leave. But if we're not leaning into ourselves and getting, you know, into what ourselves, we just going to be like, Oh, I just need to take it all. Yeah. 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 But when we know the journey that we're on and where we're trying to go, we know what we need to take and we know what we need to leave. And, and I would say to that too, sometimes that means slowing down, right? Because for me, it's that I know all the things that God wants me to do. And sometimes it's like, oh, let me try to do this. And let me also do that. And let me also do this. And let me also do that. And now you holding all this stuff in your hand and how how effective are any of those things if you're doing everything? We know that it is difficult to talk on the phone, <laughs> cook dinner, and help your kids do their homework, right? Something you either gonna burn what's in the pot Tell your 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 son to put spaghetti on the paper and that's not he doing math, right? Or you you're not gonna be talking to the person that you cannot, there's no way you can give everything your full attention. And so sometimes that means putting the phone down, turning the, the stove off to focus on again what we talked about earlier. What's the priority? Okay, if I help my son do his homework first, then I can do dinner, then I can talk to my friend later. You know what I'm saying? But instead we try to do old and then we get frustrated, right? Because it ain't nothing working. And we think we're giving all things our equal attention. And I'm going to give y'all like a book that I read and it's called Stillness is the Key. And mm. it talks about it talks about one thing that hit I'm, I'm sorry. Day. Before you even go to that, I need you to get out my business today because my mentor told me legit yesterday that I have a problem with stillness. And I said, "You're right. I ain't even gonna lie." And so for you to even bring that up when I tell you alignment, girl, if 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 you was in front of me right now, okay, <laughs> you be, God be sending the right people, girl. You all uh, right okay? Let and me I get... take that as into information and, and an inkling that you all take that as an inclination that you are on the right path, right? Yeah. So because what's the name God, of the book? <laughs> illness is the key. And one okay. of the things that he says in that that book is equality is a lie, mm. right? We can't get like you know as it relates to people, all kinds of things. But when it talks about equality and we think and we giving everything our equal attention, we can't give all things at one time our equal attention. Equality in that situation is a lie. And then when you're trying to multitask, you're not giving anything a hundred percent. So how can you put a hundred percent into anything where you're trying to multitask and th- things like that uh, of that nature? So stillness is the key is one of the things that I would recommend to read, and I really like that book. And again, in those books and in those situations, take what you leave. You yeah. Can leave yes. But um, I think that is a great, you know, book to read. That's one of the uh, books that I've read lately and it snatched my edge. Well, I'm, clearly it's in alignment with me because I've been told. And I, and the thing about it is, is that this world is so been so used to busyness, right? Like just move, move, move. And we all know last year was a, a, a year of rest and a year of stillness, un, un, you know, un, uh, unintentional. Well, I guess it was intentional. It wasn't our intention to be still, but the Lord works in mysterious ways, y'all. He I'm said, just going to tell you that. He says, sit down. He told the, and, and I will still continue to say there's only one person that can have the entire world sit down at the same 
time. Okay. It was ordained. It, it this is it was already written. I'm gonna just let y'all know. Uh, but I think that it's something about that because it's the discomfort in the stillness, right? Because when when you are still, and and that's not to say that I haven't been still before, but right now I'm so ready to go, go, go. Like I just, Lord, I'm ready. Okay, I did it. You know, let's move, let's whatever. Sometimes you have to be in the stillness because you need to you need to be able to hear from him. And he can't you cannot hear from him if all you hear is everybody else's voice right or if you're not still enough for him to even download into you what the next thing is and that is a big thing when you are walking in purpose and when you're doing the God thing is that he is giving you the direction so if you ain't hearing from him who you hearing from exactly and not to confuse like stillness with like oh I'm just being still and not doing nothing maybe you just need to be still enough so that you can see something to fruition mm. that you need to be still in the thing that you need to do and not necessarily just physically just being still yeah. and not doing nothing it's being still cutting out the noise yeah that can look like stillness like I could still be doing the work of self-doubt but I am still in the moment as, as as far as like I'm not letting all this other outside information but I'm being still and being focused on the one thing and yeah that to fruition yeah can look like stillness too yeah like maybe you have all these ideas and maybe you just need to focus on the idea that is going to give you the greatest impact and if you can see that one idea to fruition then you can come on these other ideas. I'm preaching to myself too. Like <laughs> my sister was like, girl, you the idea factory. Can we just pin that? Can we do this? Can we do that? And just see one idea to fruition and yeah. think about the confidence that you will get, gain to where you know that now, oh, Felicia can say, see something to, through to completion. Yeah, yeah, that's a word right there, y'all. So we've gotten a couple of words today, y'all, but I want y'all to know that <laughs> that right there was a word, okay? Because when I tell you what has been on my heart over these last couple of weeks has just been exactly what Danielle said. It, stillness doesn't mean just staying still. That's like, you know, not the literal term of stillness, but sometimes it's just taking one thing, one goal, and focusing on that. And being still and okay with just doing that like this sometimes that is where you make your greatest impact you may not feel like you may not think it is but you don't know this if again you God works in ways that we have no idea we don't know how God is working we don't know how he's moving behind the scenes so he, if he is giving you the same assignment over and over again and you keep trying to go left right forward behind and back but he sends you right back here just be confident in that. Trust that he knows. Trust that he knows what he's doing. How about that? But then, the, the other saying is, is that you try to do all the things and you end up doing nothing. You try yeah. to be doing all these things. You're trying to make all these ideas and come to fruition and you get so overwhelmed with yourself that you end up doing nothing. You're doing nothing. Even if you're not, even if you're not physically do you feel like you're doing nothing there's nothing nothing is coming about nothing is happening you don't see any return on your investment right and you don't understand you don't see why to the finish yeah you because you're not you're not finishing it so that again daniel been all in my business today y'all okay lord i see i tell him every single time whenever somebody is on this show i'm very clear that god is intentional about who he connects me with and when they are on I promise you it is something that I need to hear every time I go into an episode I'm just like Lord whatever it needs to be said I know what I have written down but however you want this this conversation to go you will move it in that direction so stillness is the key I'm going to go ahead and order that book <laughs> <laughs> and let me know what you think girl you can you can call me you can text yes. me let me know how it's going and be like you can be like even if you be like girl <laughs> like, if i see the girl text message and then you be like 
this part of this book, girl, you are, I, I know you like, already know. <laughs> <laughs> so Amber Iris photos. First of all, I need to know where did the name come from? Amber Iris photo. I didn't want to do Danielle Flowers photography. I wanted something new, interesting, or something that was a conversation starter. So Amber, people be like, well, they assume my name is Amber. And I'll answer to Amber, but people eventually know that's not my name. But Amber came from like the golden hour, which is the ideal time to like, you know, take photos. They call it the golden hour. Um, And so I was like, what's a word to describe the golden hour? I was like, you know, what's the color of that light? And it's like an amber gold kind of like color. Right. That's how I came up with the word amber. And so like the golden hour to me, it has this amber hue to the light. Yeah. Um, at that time when you're doing photography. And then Iris, of course, is the most colorful part of your eye. And then, you know, I just added photo on there. And then like Iris also, you know, is the most colorful part of your eye. But then everybody has a different eye for photography. Like everybody mm. sees differently. So that's how I came up well, with it. Well, it's definitely a conversation. So I thought Amber was your middle name. That's what I thought it <laughs> I thought it came. Nope, from. none of the above. My grandmother name not Amber. Her name not Iris. <laughs> but no, that. But the thing about it is, I love it because it's very intentional, right? Like now that when you explain it, I'm like, oh, okay, no, I do, oh, I do, I, I understand it. that. Yeah, I get it, I get it. But that's, I love it, I love it. So, let's talk about. Um, so, when you transition into brand photography like did you have specifically who you wanted to um who you wanted to photo like how did that go when I started Amber Iris photo it I didn't have like I'm still like you know refining uh right now I'm just like I'm work with women-owned businesses and brands to help them level up show up the right way so they can um, attract the right people and opportunities to their brand and even now I'm going through a coaching program and it's like, you know, you need to get more specific than that. Um, so um, it's just like, I love working with Black women on businesses. Mm-hmm. I say that un- unapologetically. I, that's um, because what I said, it's for Black women. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, like, again, when you talk about like slaying that self-doubt and leaning into that, it's like, I'm confident. And I know that like, that's where like my genius and like where I live. It's just like, it's like, you know, I just love working with us. Yeah. Um, Not to say that I don't love working with other people, but that's where my it's the connection yeah 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 and I mean I can't doubt that feeling right um so that is kind of like you know um who I serve and like you know I think God has called me to serve those people and I feel like from what I'm hearing like you know I do that in a great way and it's not to toot my own horn but you toot it toot it girl toot it you do it in a very great way okay (laughs) like letting God God letting me know it just lets me know that Danielle like this is where you need to be this is your lane and whatever I do in that lane and how I pivoted and how I expand that vision that God has for me I'm just putting one foot in front of the other um and just you know being more still and listening to what God wants me to do and how he wants me to impact people and they say your gift is not necessarily for you Mm -hmm. it's for you to you know God to work through you and show people who you who you um are and I bring joy and things of that nature and so when people are working with me I want people to see that passion and that soul and that like you know all of that I hope that when people work with me they see how passionate I am about it and I've heard people say that I love working with you because it's like you took my brand into your own hands like you treated my brand like it was your brand yes yes when somebody told that said that to me I was like wow yeah 
No, but that and I, I I can speak as a client. Yes, that is exactly how you feel. Uh, one of the other things that I was going to say is that um one the thing that I for me this is what when you said it when you was like this is where God has you at. I feel like that um just like with his slaying self doubt. That is where we that's the we are who needs the most confidence, right? Because in so many other settings, we feel like we have to play small. And when you are doing when you are a, a like doing your brand photography and you are leveling up, you have to, you can't play small. And the thing that I love about you, you is that you don't let them, you don't, it's like, no, we're not doing that. Where's the music? What is happening? Come on, girl. <laughs> I need you to do. And I, when I tell y'all, okay, like Danielle is little, she be up. And so I'm like, how she even get that picture? Like, <laughs> When I tell you, like she, you, and, 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 and saying that you took that, that person saying that you took that brand as your own and you really like showed up for it. Like that is what the inspiration is for us to keep going. Because when you walk away from that, I felt so much confidence. Right. And I can imagine that every person that walks away from a shoot with you feels the same confidence. And when they get their photos back, they remember the confidence that they felt during the shoot. Right. And so that experience that you're giving people a lot of times, I know when I was working in my other job, I didn't feel that. I was drained every single day that I walked in and out of that place and came Ooh, home and like, why am I still here? You know, whereas now I'm like, no, this is what God called me to do. He aligned me with somebody who is showing, allowing me to show the best version of myself, to show myself as a boss. You know what I mean? And is bringing out the confidence in me in these photos that that it, it that is another reminder of how I can slay myself doubt. I can look at those pictures and say, I showed up for that. I did that for me. I invested in myself. You, I invested in my brand. And I was like, nope, that's me. Because mm -hmm. you said you were gonna reschedule the date, right? Yeah, you I was. I was out listen, I was I, I really was. I was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't think I'm ready. Maybe I need to do it. And I just told myself, I was like, Felicia, listen, either you're going to do this or you ain't. Like, what, what are we doing? I was like, it's go time. Let's go. But I knew, I knew, but for me personally, I knew what it meant. I knew what it meant for me to take those photos. I knew that it meant that I was stepping into everything that God was calling me to be. And that is scary sometimes, right? It is scary for you to really say, okay. We're doing this. Let's go, guys. <laughs> and you I said, remember hearing the apprehension. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you take all your fears and your doubts and your insecurities with you and you just you show oh. up. <laughs> but I remember like the apprehension in your voice on our planning call. And I remember like you're like, oh, and then when you got off the phone with me, you were like, Oh my god, I'm yeah. excited now. I'm so excited now. And I was like, Wow, like you know, I don't I want you to be excited from the beginning, but I again everybody has that doubt in the back of their head yeah. and I was happy that I was like able to get you excited about it too like it, throughout the process like you know you you know helping you build that confidence and things of that nature and that was one of the things I remember oh, okay I'm excited now yes yes <laughs> and the thing about it is, is that it's it's you right it is legit you and like I think that's the other thing that people have to understand in any kind of business that you're doing. Like you are your brand, no matter what your tool is, you know what I mean? Like mine's may be this mic. Yours is the, is the camera. It's still us, right? That's what attracts people to each other. And so when you are showing up, like you said earlier, as your most authentic self, 
then people feed off of that. Yeah, I was apprehensive because of my own doubts, my own insecurities. But once you were like, girl, I got you. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It was like, I start to see it because sometimes when you're in it, you can't see it. And, you know, also mm-hmm. if it ain't your ministry, you can't see it either. I love I'm to like, elevate the vision. Yes, yes. <laughs> and and the thing about it is, is that afterwards, I just was like, I, I could have never imagined that this is what it was going to be like. And for it to to come out like that and 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 so that when you say I don't want to toot my own toot your horn all the way to the bank okay sis because when I tell you that this is this is your gift like that is your gift and I think it like even if you like say owning that and saying that I want to work with black women brands like that we thank you <laughs> we thank you Girl, okay thank you and I thank you for believing in me trusting me because I don't take it lightly at all for everybody, the, all the people that I have the privilege, because I say it's a privilege for somebody yeah. to choose you. Yeah. Right? Um, and trust me, like all those things I don't take lightly, lightly. And I thank you for believing in me and pouring everything that you just poured into me. And that's like, you know, it gives me a little bit more confidence to like, you know, keep keep at this. And like, you know, it gives me the conf- uh, a little bit of confirmation. Well, I don't, cause I, I also want to say that, you know, we still have to be our own person yeah. and we have to wake ourselves up every day. But when we have conversations like this and when we hear, you know, those things, it gives us that little nudge to be like, yeah, girl, you doing going. this. You yeah. You. You, abs- you absolutely are. And I, I, one of the things that I've been grateful to be able to do is when God told me to start to use my platform to highlight other black women, you know, and their Thank journeys. You, and they, I was like, ain't nobody about to come on here and tell me their business. And, he, and, and on top of that, I was like, who am I? Like legit. I, <laughs> I saw that you hit 25K downloads up in this thing, girl. <laughs> Listen, but I, I legit was like, who am I? And now I to be able to, it, it's literally just like passing the baton, basically, right? And being able to say that, like, all of this energy that we have, all of this love and genuineness that God has given us, we're connected to each other, right? And so when you're working with people, like, we we tell people how bad a restaurant is, quick, fast, and in a hurry. But how often do we give people that flowers in person right now to say, thank you for what you do. Thank you for how you show up. Thank you for how you inspire and encourage me. Like, because at the end of the day, like, these, when I, again, like I said, when I look at these photos, I'm going to remember how I felt on that day. And you did that. Right, like I, as far as I'm concerned, I showed up. Right? But I also want to hear how you sitting in this 25k download. I mean, 25k it is like it's, it, that's that's an accomplishment. I it is. To, how does that? I don't want you to discount that because I know you were like, man, who? When you first started this podcast, you were like, who gonna listen to this? Right? Yeah, you ain't lying about 25K. that. 25k. I know it is. It is definitely. It is. I am grateful. And I say to all the time to my audience, I know that they are tired. Of, they probably tired of hearing me say I'm grateful, but I am. I legit am grateful because, you know, it really is. It, when you were talking earlier about stillness, right, I, I can be honest in saying that in the beginning, I discredit the impact that the, the podcast actually had, right? From like, I didn't even see it. I did not see what God was doing. And it was just recently that I was like, you, I have a little sticky note that was on my wall that said, I'm, you know, I'm going to impact the world, share my story around the world. I said, I have it in one of my journals I wrote some years ago that I want to impact other black women. And I did not realize this was, this, this is my vehicle. The tool girl. This is, this is my tool. This is the, the podcast is exactly where I do that. And I did, I didn't see it. I did not realize it. And so now being able to say, okay, 
this is what you're going to focus on right now. It's the podcast and seeing that what you said earlier, seeing it to fruition, do everything that you're supposed to do with this until you move on to the next thing. And, and lean into the confidence and that lead, you started this podcast. Yes. And you did see something through to completion and you continue to see it through to completion every time you have one of these interviews. Every single time. Every so. single time somebody say yes, I'd be like, people still saying yes to me. Like people are still, you old people are this. reaching out to me and saying they want to be. And I'd be like, Again, me, little old me, like, but that is, that's nothing but God, right? And just being obedient and following what he says to do and just remaining, you know, remaining on his path and not trying to derail it. I mean, I'd have been out of order a handful of times um, and I'm sure more will come, but for the most part, I'm trying, (laughs) I'm trying to stay on the right path. I am trying to stay on the right path. So if anybody wants to connect with you to either um book well to book a photo shoot like how how do they get how do they get connected to you well we know everybody in these instagram streets right (laughs) (laughs) i have to be in the instagram streets a little bit so instagram is like you know where you can mainly see my work and find me every monday um most mondays at noon um but you're gonna see something from me on mindset mondays at noon currently um and um most most Mondays at noon but when I have guests sometimes I do around five o'clock or later but we give ourselves grace but on Monday you can find me doing mindset Monday you can see my work on um, um Instagram at Amber Iris photo um that's where I am on that platform Amber Iris photo you can find me there see some of my work but then you can also go to my website www.amberirisphoto.com and see a little bit more um and that's where you can find me and yes I don't uh, shy away from DMs. If you like, want to say yes, I loved uh, what you did um, um, on uh, Felicia's fi- podcast. Something resonated with you. Let me know. Like DM me, and I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be like once we hit publish on this, I'm gonna repost it and be like, hey, y'all, let me know what y'all think. Yes, that's where you can find me. Yes, I y'all. I'm telling y'all, if you are in this area, shoot, even if you ain't in the area, you come on, come on to DC, okay? Come on to the DMV so you can get your photos taken. I promise you that y'all will not be disappointed. Y'all know I don't be endorsing just anybody out here, so I want y'all to know Trusted that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I coined it for my girls over at Collide Brands. They were like, we have our trusted advisors. Yes, yes, yes. We we ain't out here just telling you that. I'm telling y'all, this is that the 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 person that you hear over the these airways right now is the person you're gonna get in person in, in person. She is going to hype you up. She is your personal hype woman the entire time. And I promise you, she she's not gonna set you up, y'all. She is not gonna set you up. Thank you again, Danielle, for doing this podcast. Thank you for doing the shoot with me. I am I am sure that we will see more of each other and we will be doing more things together because I already know that that's how the Lord works. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for showing up today. I truly, truly appreciate it. And I I thank you for giving me this opportunity to share my story. And um, thank you for creating Slaying Self-Doubt, the podcast. Like, I just love, like, I can't get over that name, girl. Thank I you. I, it. well, it's the Lord's, you know, he gave it to me. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm just doing it, it, girl. I love that. Slaying self-doubt because that's a daily walk, man. We yeah. all self-doubt out here some way. Child, so. it, it definitely is. Thank you so much. You're welcome, girl. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye.
All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.